0: Welcome to the 22nd episode of The Brief. I'm your host, and MEPRA Chair, Karyam Asile. Today, I'll be speaking with MEPRA Treasurer and CEO of Karma and Socialize, Mazen Nahawi, about Clubhouse, the new social networking app that's making waves all across the world. Clubhouse has quickly become one of the top social media platforms, on the planet. It's an audio-based network. It started off as a niche app for Silicon Valley insiders, but now it's become something more of a mainstream platform, and we're here today to discuss why Clubhouse matters to us, for our brands, and as communicators. So, welcome, Mazan. Thanks for coming on board.
1: Hi, Tariam. Thank you for the invitation.
0: It's great to have you here, and um, we're going to looking forward to hearing uh, all about the clubhouse. But before we start, uh, we'd like to ask our guests so the listeners can to understand a little bit more. Uh, how did you get into the communications industry?
1: I think, like many other communicators, probably by accident. Um, I wanted to study business in school, but I was a terrible student and I failed. Um, and so when I dropped out, I reapplied to journalism college. And luckily one of them took me. And by the time I came back home to the UAE, I was part of the launch of the Gulf Today in Sharjah. And over the years, I progressed into PR, uh, marketing and advertising, and ultimately began my own company. Uh, it wasn't something planned, but I'm really happy that I am a communicator. I think there is no better job.
0: Yeah, Absolutely, and I can vouch for that. And um, you know, it's true. It is a, a, it is a typical story with us in, in journalism. So. Um, but it's always, I think, falling back to, to where you belong. That's great. Now, uh, moving on to Clubhouse, you know, a lot of our listeners already have a good idea about it. But for those of, those of us who you know would like to know a little bit more, how would you best explain what Clubhouse is?
1: Sure. Clubhouse is a live audio social network. Um, it began uh, over a year ago and went onto the Apple Store in September of last year. Um, As of the end of February, it has about 13 million users, and we think that number will probably double by the time the next set of numbers are released. Um, It really is very different from other platforms in many different ways. I think the most important way is there is no paid ecosystem on Clubhouse. You cannot pay to play. There's no advertising, there's no paid targeting, there's no sponsorship the entire Clubhouse ecosystem is a very credibility-driven, relationship-driven network where you have to know the people you're talking to and talk about real things. I think that's the first primary difference. I think another very important difference is how the two-way communication on Clubhouse is far more powerful, in my opinion, than any other social network. You know, I remember the old days on Twitter when you'd go and do a tweet up And that feels really, really old right now when you compare it to Clubhouse and you go onto that audio app and you're talking to people and connecting with not one or five, but dozens of people about a topic that you're passionate about. You simply cannot recreate that two-way authentic communications in real time on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn, but on Clubhouse you can. And they are the two things which in my mind make me feel that Clubhouse is here to stay.
0: Sounds immediately very interesting to me as a communicator. I want to hear more about it, but how do I um, go about participating right from the start as a user?
1: To take part in Clubhouse, you need to get an invitation. Um, Someone who you know or someone who will know you will send you an invitation. Um, That will come onto your mobile phone through your text or SMS app. Uh, Then you have a link which you will click on, and then we'll be able to join the Clubhouse app. Uh, The more you take part in Clubhouse by joining conversations, by connecting people, the more invitations you will get. You will begin with three invitations, which are given to you as a default. And over time, as you are more active, you will get more invitations to invite people who you care about. Now, invitations are a really important part of the Clubhouse ecosystem. For example, the person who invited me was Herbert Heitman, who was a chief uh, communications officer globally for global companies like Siemens, SAP, and Bayer, and Shell, someone who I'm proud to have invited me to Clubhouse. Now, if you know, someone who I don't particularly like invited me to Clubhouse, that would be on my record forever. Because every time you log in and you look at your profile, it reminds you of who invited you. And guess what? Other people will see that. So you want to be invited by someone credible. And then after that, you want to make sure you are growing your relationship network on Clubhouse with people who are also credible. Make sure that the people who are part of your network are going to be relevant, are going to be good thinkers and have great ideas. Don't make it um, uh, a quick and cheap way of building up numbers. You want to really focus on quality um, in addition to that when you're registering for Clubhouse, it's really important that you build a very good bio um, The Clubhouse algorithm reads every text that you input onto your bio. So if I write Juventus, which is my favorite football team in Europe Then Clubhouse will be sending me suggestions to join a Juventus Club or a Juventus conversation If I put public relations, the same will happen but in addition to reading words and sentences, the clubhouse algorithm also reads icons. So if you put um, a flower, the icon of a flower, you're going to get invites to join talk about, you know, clubhouse chat rooms about gardening and, and flowers and the rest of it. So you want to be very careful that you're not putting together sentences which are too complicated or too long. Keep it short and sweet, very direct and very to the point. I've used a list of keywords like uh, entrepreneurship, public relations, uh, human rights, things which I'm very passionate about. And I haven't used any icons because I don't want to confuse the app about who I am. So that's a quick background about invitations and a quick background about putting up a very good bio. Once you've got those two things in order, then feel free. It's pretty idiot-proof as an app, and you can go on to any number of clubhouse rooms which you find interesting. And I have to say... They are a very varied and wide uh, spectrum of conversations going on about anything you can imagine.
0: So, uh, you know, at the, at the risk of simplifying this excellent platform, it's when you're mentioning each point, it's almost as if in the traditional platforms, um, these were the points that one would say, you know, I wish we'd be able to do this or I wish we'd do that as professionals. So um, definitely sounds worth uh, signing up for and building the bio, as you mentioned, and preparing for. But um, uh, moving on to something uh, uh, regarding uh, the experience of it. Um, so listeners right at the start may um, uh, come across having difficulty accessing Clubhouse in certain parts of the region, including the UAE. So do you think it's still important for calm professionals to be familiar with it? And is there more they can do to find out about it or access platforms they can um, find out more about the, the, uh, the Clubhouse?
1: Sure. I mean, here in the UAE, I think uh, Clubhouse will come back in some form. Um, I think they're probably uh, making the same mistake that Skype and other platforms did many years ago by coming into the country without talking to uh, the local authorities and making sure that they understand and fully respect the rules and regulations of the UAE. Um, it's not clear to me what the UAE's policy will be with regards to Clubhouse. Um, I know that the audio stream has been uh, choppy and interrupted. Uh, we don't know how or why, but my feeling would be that sooner or later there would there will be uh, a Clubhouse accessibility within the country, uh, but probably within more uh, within more of a strict and uh, respectable regulatory framework does that mean that uh, communicators in the uae uh, should not be on clubhouse or should ignore clubhouse absolutely not Uh, clubhouse is operating at full steam in places like saudi arabia and egypt and morocco and frankly in most countries in the region Um, and these are large markets where communicators based out of abu dhabi dubai they cater to many clientele in Saudi in Egypt, in uh, Qatar, in Oman, in Kuwait, um, and we need to be on it. Now, if we can't technically be on it out of the UAE, then your teams abroad, whether they're based in Saudi, whether they're based in Beirut, uh, in Jordan, in Egypt, they should pick up the mantle and run with it. So the fact that it's blocked in one country doesn't mean that we should ignore the reality that it's very, very vibrant in many other countries within our region. I can tell you that in Saudi Arabia, Clubhouse is on fire. And the number of people who are going on to Clubhouse in Saudi Arabia is very, very high. Uh, There have been two Saudi ministers who were on Clubhouse conversations uh, about a month ago. Uh, At least three people with the title of prince or princess have been on Clubhouse in Saudi Arabia. And the variety of conversations and their depth and quality... I think has been truly inspirational and has added to the reputational uplift of young Saudis as professionals and as contributors to civilization.
0: Well, um, if, we, if we talk about more about uh, brand, we discussed how as professionals we can utilize it and, and the networking opportunities. But as a brand, how would you say Cubhouse can add to or build value?
1: That's a really great question. On Twitter, or on Facebook, or on Instagram, or Snapchat, you're immediately going to have to pay to play. You won't get very far without making a significant investment in pushing your content in a paid manner to groups of people who you are trying to target. On Clubhouse, it doesn't work that way. If you go and you say, I'm BMW Middle East, and I want to push the new 7 Series, Guys, my 7 Series is better than Mercedes, better than Audi. People are going to drop away and they will not pay attention to you. You cannot have a hard sales approach on Clubhouse. However, if you come from an earned media perspective or a PR perspective, what I'd like to say a people relations perspective, and talk about the credibility of your engineering, the innovation in your science, your contribution to electric vehicles and green technology, Then guess what people who care about that will join and they'll say wow that person from bmw middle east really has some really great ideas i should probably take out check out what they're doing in the showroom uh, or online Uh, so you definitely want to use credibility to build a brand credibility uh, to be part of the conversation and even better to lead a conversation but absolutely avoid being a hard salesperson don't sort of try and push your product or your service to the forefront of any dialogue because people will not appreciate it. And as the old saying goes, where the advertisers show up, the audience leaves.
0: Thanks for that clarification. Um, if I could add to that, just to, to sort of finalize the picture on that. Do you have perhaps an example of a regional brand that's using Clubhouse uh, in the way you've explained To be honest, I think I've found
1: a lot more public affairs on Clubhouse and brand-driven communications. Um, A lot of people in government or in semi-governmental organizations have actually been on Clubhouse to push public policy agendas. In Saudi Arabia, that has definitely been the case, and in Egypt to a lesser extent. Um, In Saudi Arabia, one minister was talking about trade and modernization and the economy. Uh, also in Saudi Arabia, a uh, Princess was talking about uh, intermixing of genders at the workplace and talking about women's rights and how that should be in the modern work environment. Um, so I think it's been more public policy driven than brand driven. Uh, and uh, I think it's still early days, but I think once the technical problems around Clubhouse in, in the UAE uh, are lifted and more people are on the app, you'll find more brand-related activity happening, but it's not widespread at the moment. I think, Theriam, many brands are so addicted to paying to play, they forgot how to (laughs) PR themselves and how to be credible um, and just be themselves by talking about why they're special and being part of their community. And I think that's what Clubhouse will remind everybody to do.
0: That's such an important message and something that's always in the back of our minds. So it's great that we have a uh, platform to do that. Um, if we go a little bit into the more of the application itself, yeah. So now we're 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 used to you know in communications field we've got integrated platforms that are crossing over working together. So does Clubhouse? Uh, um, um, how does it uh, is it does it work with other social media platforms or is it something completely uh, separate in terms of uh, um, its application?
1: Right, so on Clubhouse, you don't have the opportunity to direct message people easily, but you can include your Twitter profile and your Instagram profile within your Clubhouse bio. And when you do want to direct message anybody, it will send either to your Instagram or Twitter handle. And that is a primary way of communications. I think that will probably change over time, but the fact that Clubhouse is confident enough to integrate with both Twitter and Instagram is really cool. I think that will probably extend over time, maybe into LinkedIn, Uh, but uh, I'm really happy to see them open-minded. And unlike sort of the Facebook Instagram ecosystem, which tries to own everything and shut everybody else out, the guys who are in charge of Clubhouse seem to be more open source mentality and I find that exciting. So you know, watch this space. I think more will be uh, integrated into Clubhouse in addition to Instagram and Twitter.
0: That's great. So you've won me over as a as, as part of the audience. Uh, I'm I'm wanting to, to to run over to Clubhouse, um, you know, and uh, find a ways to utilize it. So. Um, for last tips from your side. I know you've got to give us a lot of good advice uh, and a lot of guidance in the the podcast, but last main tips for for the audience if they're starting on their path towards Clubhouse.
1: I think uh, the first bit of advice, Tariam, would be that people need to be themselves and not try to um, put some kind of fake uh, persona or try to use it for cheap commercial uh, reasons and to really talk about why they bring something new to the table, why they are good contributors to their community, uh, either from a business perspective or personal perspective. But being authentic, that's point number one. Point number two is many communicators around the region and around the world, to their peril, underestimate the importance of community management. And over the past five to six years, I've seen community management as a function decline in many organizations, especially with agencies. That is a bad idea. On Clubhouse, the only way you can communicate and find out what's going on is by being there, which means you need smart people to community manage your stakeholders on that platform. The same goes for other platforms, but because people are so addicted to paying to push content uh, to different audiences, they forget that investing in one smart person to community manage any kind of social platform is far more effective in building relationships and pushing your agenda forward uh, than trying to push millions of dollars worth of content to people who really don't want to see it. So I think Clubhouse will remind smart communicators, not all communicators, but smart communicators to reinvest in community management. You're better off having a team of five people paying them 15 to 20,000 dirhams a month each than spending 20 times that amount on advertising and uh, paid social, which has proven to be increasingly less effective. I think the third would be to make sure we are localizing our agenda on Clubhouse. We need to ensure the Arabic language, Arab culture, Arab thought, Arab communities are part of this social network. I'm really excited to see the activity out of Egypt and Saudi Arabia making these two communities among the the early adopters of Clubhouse. I think if our region is well represented quick and early on every social platform, then we'll be able to shape that social platform in terms of its thinking and functionality. So let's get on it where we can, and if we can't do it temporarily out of the UAE, let's make sure we have community management teams elsewhere in the region who can operate it for us.
0: It sounds like um, excellent opportunity on so many levels. Um, it's coming back to the source. I like it. You know, such is the cycle. You know, we advance, and sometimes um, our focus gets derailed. But uh, it's coming back to why. So, a wonderful opportunity to do that. That's all for today. Thank you again, Mazen, for joining us and for taking us to House and for the excellent tips for myself, and for listeners. Uh, for our listeners, uh, if you're not a MEPRA member and would like to access the free training, mentoring, industry events, thought leadership uh, and much more, contact the team at community at MEPRA.org or head over to our website for more information on MEPRA.org. I want to send my thanks again to Mazen and to all our listeners who tuned in and we'll see you next time.